Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. I don't have too much of an intro for you today. This was a live held on YouTube. If you ever want to be a part of them, you can join the newsletter and then you'll always get notifications about when we're going to do live recordings. Uh, you can do that at sabrinalynn.com or even rewildingforwomen.com. sabrinalynn.com is probably a little bit better at this point just because that's kind of where we're doing a lot of the current work. Also, there's a big challenge happening. We do this once a year. It's the big free rewilding challenge. It's happening in October. So if you're listening to this before October 13th of 2022, come and join us. You get workshops for free. We're going into kind of this territory. You'll hear me talk more about this, so I won't say much more here. But would love to be there with you. Would love to be there with you in the Facebook group. Lots happening, especially around this challenge and when we start to walk into these big public events like this, it just gets really chatty and beautiful and it's like a love bomb in there and I kind of feel like our world could use a little bit of a love bomb right now. Uh, all right, just wanna say that I really appreciate you all and I'm really grateful that we get to do podcasting like this, that I get to hang out with you on the audio. I know I always love to give you something a little bit extra. One thing that I did not touch on in the video was the heights being used with the masculine and the depths being used with the feminine uh, in the title of this conversation. And we're gonna definitely explore that very experientially in this upcoming rewilding experience or the challenge. But to really quickly share something, it's a way of practicing and it's a way, it's just a tool or a framework or a set of meditations, a set of practices, a set of activations, I suppose we could say, um, that really allow one to access both sides of the coin, really allow one to access the masculine and the feminine and bring them into the body. Um, and that's, I think that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. We'll, we'll do that in meditation, experientially in practice together in the challenge. So if you're like, I want to know more, um, it's best to embody it and <laughs> to learn it in that way. All right. Enjoy this episode. I hope you get so much out of this. Here we are. Um, are you all ready for this thing? <laughs> uh, our last live uh, on masculine, I'm just trying to get some of this lighting <laughs> a little bit better for the video. Um, hey Ben, good to be with you. Uh, our last live, I was crying my eyes out at about minute, I don't know what it was, like 45 or something, somewhere towards the end. Uh, so we'll see what happens today. This is a topic, this um, masculine heights uh, meeting feminine depths is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. It's something I'm incredibly passionate about. Um, it's something that I touch in on in every retreat or workshop that I facilitate, even if it's a feminine only reclamation or if it's a men and women space or it's a sole purpose, there is this enormous potential, um, this enormous amount of wisdom, this enormous amount of embodied spirituality, um, embodied awareness. Um, in the last video, um, the masculine evolution video, which you can still see if, if you want. Um, Karen, if you could drop a link for everybody, and we'll put it in the description below as well. But in that video, we got to this point in that conversation around this place that is like nuclear fusion, <laughs> where it is authentically, genuinely masculine heights, raw essence, raw essence of uh, sacred masculine energy, meeting raw essence of sacred feminine energy. This meeting place, that's what I want to talk about today. That's what I want to <laughs> dedicate space and time and practice to um, uncovering the mysteries held there. The mysteries held there. Um, I... I'm not saying that there aren't books out there or there aren't um, traditions out there or there aren't 
I don't workshops and retreats out there that explore this space. For me, I haven't found, I haven't found something that expresses, that awakens, that opens what I know is here, what I feel is here, what I sense is here for humanity as a whole, for us as individuals stepping into our potential um, <laughs> and what that ripple effect is out into the whole of our world, right? Be beyond the beyond the beyond, right? And to me, this conversation, we're going to go however far we can in this conversation around that topic. Um, let me feel for a second. When I walk into this, this territory, it feels like um, it demands such... Y'all might laugh because I am not a precision gal at all, but it, it feels like it demands such precision, such um, like walking so close to this line um, and getting my words as close to this line and able to translate the energetics that I feel here as best as I possibly can. So just bear with me as I fumble through and attempt to, I don't know, bring mysteries into words, which is to me totally impossible, but we're gonna try. Um, we might do some practice today. Some of you, I know, this is your step into the rewilding experience. Some of you, this is your step into the challenge. So you may have gotten an email yesterday saying, hey, we're starting this thing early. Uh, for those of you who are in the community or you watch YouTube videos or in the Facebook group or on our newsletter, you'll have heard there's a challenge starting in October, right? We've been talking about it, not, not a whole lot, but we've started talking about it. And, um, and hold on a second. And what has been building and building and building and building is this energy, is this um, potential to explore what's still hidden in that territory where the masculine meets the feminine, what's waiting to be uncovered. And it's almost to me, this is gonna sound crazy, but this is how it feels. Um, it's almost as if human consciousness had to get to a certain place for us to even uncover these mysteries, which is why if we go back to where I kind of started the conversation with is like, I can't find this in a book. Like, I can't find this out in another tradition. I can't, I can't find this. Any, like, what is sitting here for us to uncover together? Especially those of you in the challenge, what we're going to uncover together. I, I don't know where that's at. I don't know where that's at. So, um, I want to say a huge thank you to all of you who are a part of this conversation, right? Those of you who are here live, that's huge energy. Like y'all bring something to this conversation that I cannot emulate unless you are here. And so I just wanna give you all a massive, massive shout out. Um, did I see my dad's here? <laughs> I think Lindsay just said, yay, dad Dominoski. I think my dad's here, dad, I hope you're here. Um, I don't know, it's hard to like watch comments and I think so. Uh, so here's, <clears throat> here's something that I would love to do. We're gonna flow and weave, right? This is, this is a sacred space, this is our circle. Um, this is a time when we get to drop in, we get to really make this about our own inner journey. <laughs> but in that, our own inner journey, it's also that we get to journey alongside each other, right? I mean, we're all here for a reason. Right? It, we don't just show up to a live uh, conversation on masculine heights meet feminine depths out of the blue, you know, right? I mean, it might seem like synchronistic or very coincidental to you, but I tell you what, it's not. So, so let's just claim this time as our own sacred space, our own sacred journey, right? This one hour that we're hanging out could be the sacred journey that like blows your mind, that is your kundalini awakening, that is your spiritual aha, life-changing, path-changing moment. It could be, right? So how can you get the most out of this? One thing, especially if you're watching the replay. So if you're watching the replay, watching it from start to finish without jumping around. I know, I have like, one of those kind of ADD brains too on occasion where I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't sit through this, da, 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 da. But here's the thing. The way that I operate and the way that just our rewilding spaces operate is that it's a building up of the Shakti. 
It's a building up of the Shakti. It's also a shifting of state of consciousness. So we all come in at waking mundane consciousness, right? I don't know what you were doing before this, but probably most likely for some of you it was, but most likely you weren't meditating on the heights and the depths of the masculine and the feminine. You weren't in some higher, deep, altered state of consciousness, right? So, so what is this about, right? It takes us this, this time and, and it's a, it's a very strategic, right? Uh, journey deeper, 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 higher, 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 higher. And it's a very strategic building up of Shakti. Shakti is just like the divine wisdom in your body. It's, we don't need to go into that. We might, who knows, but I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with us all. So that's how you can get the most out of this. Another thing you can do, of course, switch off the distractions, right? Maybe you have to come back to this at a time when you can really drop in, when you're alone, when you're not driving the car. I know if you're live, you're like, Serena, I'm at work, man. Like, I just wanted to be here. Totally cool. I get it. I get it. For those of you um, who are on the experience in the challenge, I really really encourage you. This is the door opener to the four days of workshops that we're going to do. So I really strongly encourage you to go through this at a time where you can really, 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 really drop in and let this be the next step on this journey for you. If you're not signed up for the challenge, join us. Everyone, everyone is totally welcome to join us on the challenge. It officially the first workshop workshop comes out on the 13th of October. So you have plenty of time. Sign up now. We're going to get you some bonus resources. There's a welcome workshop already. This is a conversation that leads to what we're going into that masculine evolution conversation we had that Karen can drop the link for that there. Karen just dropped the link for the rewilding experience. Go sign up right now, like right now, really quick, 10 seconds, name, email, boom, that's it done. That's it. That's it. And you get like six hours of rewilding. We're going into this territory. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Enough of the plugs. Um, okay. So let's, um, let me feel for a moment. Um, <laughs> let's come to our space. Those of you who are here live, if you're on the replay, I'd love for you to also leave a comment below about this. What is it that you would love to weave into this conversation, right? So this is a way that we can kind of co-create the space together. And I wanna share something uh, that happened to me this morning that very much wove itself into our space and I don't know, just kind of guided my meditation this morning as I was preparing for our conversation. But what is it that you would like to weave into this conversation on masculine heights meet feminine depths and you don't even need to know what this is right we're in a sacred circle together we're rewilding together we're walking each other home closer and closer to true self right stripping away more and more of the false masks more and more of the absorbed conditioning and so what is it that you would like to weave i just saw a comment saying like what is it that i've missed i just got on nothing you're all good you're so all good we're just opening circle and we're weaving words, emojis, um, thoughts, love, like maybe it's just a love bomb. I just want to pour love in, or I want to pour grace in, or I would love to pour, um, sacred masculine energy in specifically, or I would love to pour vulnerability in, or I would love to pour rawness. I would love to pour, like, what is it that you would like? This is kind of like a grace bomb. And if we hold this intention, I don't know, let's just do a little bit of service to the world for a second, right? If we hold this intention that uh, there's a ripple effect from our space, right? There's a ripple effect from our space. And so if we all just hold this intention, you've seen all the studies where people who meditate together on an intention, they can change crime rates in cities, they can change all kinds of things just by holding an intention together. And so why the heck not, right? I mean, I think our world's in, it's got a few things going on. Could probably use a little bit of a love bomb from our circle. And so just as a quick moment, and I see some of these amazing words, love and truth, devotion, acceptance, uh, love and truth before fear. Um, so here's the other thing I'm going to invite us to do is whatever it is that we're, we're kind of pouring into this space, like let yourself feel it too. So let yourself like, oh, see what happens. Sometimes armoring kind of falls off or sometimes you're just like, oh, God, I was having a really bad day before. And 
now it's all right. Like this is, this is all right. I might make it through the day. Um, so allow yourself to feel. So whatever it is you want to pour in, you could pour multiple things of goodness into our space, but also just allow yourself to receive, to receive for a moment. Um, and then if it feels right for you, uh, hold the intention to let this ripple out beyond you, right? Maybe you think of the people you love. Maybe you think of those close to you. It's just, just this quick moment of like, I'm going to send something to my dad. <laughs> dad. I mean, I know you're here, dad, but I don't know. It just feels really good. Like to my dad, to my family, um, first. And then I'm going to like, let it go out a little bit further to my community, my like wider community. Then I'm going to let it go out even further and even further and further and further and further and further and further. So that's for me, but you kind of feel for you, whatever intention it is. So let, like, let this inner alchemization that's happening for you. Even right now, you might be feeling like, whoa, there was a shift from feeling shitty to feeling a little bit better. And that's, kind of an inner alchemization and who knows what's going to happen between um, over the next 45 minutes that we're together right so but if we just kind of allow uh, our inner our inner work so I'm going to shift this a little bit I know we're just working with ripple effect but if we shift it just a little bit and now we allow um, the inner work that we're going to do together, this inner transformation or alchemization or awakening or healing, what, whatever is going to go on for us over the next 45 minutes. If we also just hold this intention, may this affect my outer world. There's like this bridge, there's like a doorway. And oftentimes when we do deep inner spiritual work or uh, any kind of inner work, Oftentimes we don't hold the door open to the bridge of like, may my inner work influence my outer world. May my inner work influence my outer world. May the two dance together, weave together, affect each other. Like may all of this move over that bridge and, and influence, shift, change, alter my outer world. But it's sometimes a really scary intention to hold, right? Sometimes, like sometimes it's sometimes we we hold them separately. Like this is my spiritual world, this is my work world. We hold them separately because we're too afraid that the love we're opening up to over here, or the awareness we're opening up to over here, will mess things up over here. Right? Will like ruin our career or what? So it's a big prayer, and so I totally get it if you're just like. I don't know about that, Sabrina. That's cool. That's you feel for you. You you feel for you. Um, I I'll share a tiny little example. Just a really quick story. I had been facilitating retreats for a few years, and I noticed when I'm facilitating a retreat, I am so present. I am so on point. I am so reading the energy of the moment and responding to the energy of the moment. Right? Like, because I'm facilitating a retreat. There's 25 people in the retreat space. Right? And I'm the, I'm the facilitator. And so I was so like right on the line of truth, like dancing the line of truth. And like, this is what served this moment the most. This is what serves this moment. This here is what's here. This is what's here. This is what's here. By the way, that's my aim in this conversation, everything that I do all of the time. But here's the point of the story. So what I really had to get honest with was I was doing that really well on retreats. I was doing it really well, really well. <laughs> you put me in like my family relationship. Oh, not so good, Sabrina. <laughs> like you put me in, I don't know, like some of the stuff like accounting, right? Cause I, rewilding is also a business. And so there's accounting that has to be done. There's payroll, right? There's a whole beautiful team of beings that pour their life energy into what we do. So that has to be done, right? And I realized like, oh, how am I so on point here, right? I'm so on point. I am so reading the moment. I am so present. I am so able. I'm actually living the masculine and the feminine union. And I'll talk about that um, it, via this example, I think. But I'm actually living it, right? I'm totally present, observing everything, holding everything, right? Masculine, right? But totally present. And I'm, I'm penetrating the space with my consciousness, 
This is the container that I set, the 25 people in the retreat space, and I'm penetrating my consciousness. I'm penetrating it into depths that are um, emotions that people can't feel. I'm penetrating it into shadow territory that people are unconscious of. I'm, I'm penetrating it into individuals as well as the group collective energy. That's my masculine doing that. It's my masculine doing that. This is how they dance together. This is the fucking magic. One of the tiny little magic points of when the masculine meets the feminine, right? Is that we have this capacity to penetrate our consciousness into things that we had no idea we could. No idea we could be present to. No idea we could become aware of. No idea we could penetrate light into. That's also something else that the masculine is good at gifting. I can penetrate light, consciousness, love right into something without moving. Without moving. It's literally, I'm, I am, I have so much, um, I don't even know, it's like Jedi, right? Like, and you, you see this in some of the beautiful movies about like Jedi mind tricks, right? And uh, you see it a lot of martial arts. You see, it's, it's there. This is just a complete capacity that we all have. We all have this. It's, this is not special to me or it's not special to Mr. Miyagi, right? It's not special to anybody. We all have it. We all have it probably haven't been awakened to a lot of it or trained in it or I don't know we just we just haven't put an emphasis on it or a focus or a value necessarily on it okay so so hold on so when I'm here this is wild how this is coming through by the way I love I love how the world works um so so masculine penetrating consciousness right feminine in that same, I'm facilitating the retreat, so we'll stick with this example for a moment because it's so, so tangible. Facilitating the retreat, penetrating consciousness, right? Holding that space. In that, I'm also holding that space so safe, right? So safe. So, because I am inviting individuals to open up to an enormous amount of feminine energy. And, enor and in order to open up to an enormous amount of feminine energy, especially feminine flavors that we haven't, gotten comfortable with yet like I don't, like sacred prostitute like witch energy some of us aren't comfortable with like dark goddess right like temptress some of these that and you might be like oh, i'm comfortable with those well, okay i'm sure that there's something you might not be comfortable with right and so when you're inviting the feminine to open up to more flavors of who she is, more faces of herself, more of her Shakti, of her life energy, of her fullness, right? You're inviting her, but it's scary territory. There better be a safe space around her. She better feel safe. She has to feel safe or that ain't happening. She is not going to get vulnerable. She is not going to go the places that are scary. That's scary. Opening up to your temptress fully for the first time can be really scary. Opening up to the fullness of the feminine sexuality for the first time can be extraordinarily scary. Extraordinarily scary. The dark goddess, holy mother of God, that's next level fear. And it will never happen. Never, never. She can't. She just can't, unless there is a masculine force, whether that be created by her, that be created by a facilitator holding that space, or it be created by a lover, a friend, a whatever, right? Or the environment. Sometimes you can be an extremely safe held masculine environment, violin, trees, all kinds of things, sun, all kinds of things. This is not specific to human beings at all, right? When that space is created, we will see things arise out of the feminine that we never thought possible. We never thought possible. Never, never. Um, Okay, so <laughs> I've only really explained this masculine holding while I'm facilitating a retreat, right? So I'm facilitating a retreat. Let's say it's a rewilding for women specifically. It's a feminine reclamation retreat. Now here's the other thing. So my masculine is doing this, right? It's holding the space. It's permeating consciousness 
into the space that I have defined as what I am in service to, what my purpose is. Can you feel that? And that is extremely fulfilling for the masculine. That is extremely, um, I don't even know the words. It just brings you into like, ah, nothing else to do, right? Like, and this is what I was made for, right? So that's going on. Now here's where there's a, 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 I guess a meeting in myself or this capacity to dance. And this is just, again, us like poking a tiny little finger at what is held in this nucleus of potential when the masculine meets the feminine. So please know everything I'm speaking here is like one, one billionth of a percentage of what is here and what I am so dedicated to uncovering, right? That's this challenge coming up again. If you haven't signed up, blah, blah, links all over the stinking place, right? And blah, 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 whatever. But this, 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 this. So, all right, back to the story, back to the story. I know, it's a long ass story. And then I have another loop to close, uh, which I promise I'll get to because for some reason my brain's working today and it's like holding on to that little bit. All right, so in the space holding of the masculine back on retreat, here's the example. There is also the allowing of Shakti, which is what I consider to be the divine feminine <laughs> the feminine face of God, right? So to me, that's just another term. It's, it's, a, it's just a, it's a term that I relate closely to and it's just very easy for me. Um, we could use other terms for it, but I'm just gonna use Shakti, right? Shakti, the goddess. Um, we could use life force. So, so let me explain this. I know now it's getting like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what you're saying, Sabrina. The example will help. Okay, so how Shakti works is it's like the dance of life moves through you. It's like you are the embodiment of uh, the infinite all of everything. You are the embodiment of every expression of the divine possible, right? And, you, you, and it moves through you. So that's the feminine side of God. So if the masculine side of God is this, what I explain this, permeating with consciousness capacity, permeating with consciousness capacity, holding a space, creating this space. Shakti is, um, how does love move through me? Like, how does love want to move through me? In this space, in this moment, I'm still holding this in complete service to the highest good of the all of everything. It's the same thing I hold with the masculine. I'm in complete service to the highest good of the all of everything, right? Complete service, like, I don't care what, I don't care. I don't care what the highest good, I don't care. I just know that I am holding the highest good of the infinite, all of everything in this moment. And then from that intention, how does love, how does love express through me? How does love, like, if I were to just feel it right now, like, how would, how would love express through me? And it's just this absolute um, heart opening, uh, probably gonna go into tears again if I really deepen into that, right? But it's how does love move through me in this moment? And it becomes an energetic transmission. Become on retreat. That's not how it always shows up, right? Sometimes it shows up very tangible, very physical. Like sometimes, let's say you're with your partner. And you're like, how does love want to express through me? Oh, it would be to massage my lover's shoulders, right? How does love want to express through me? Oh, it would be to cook my child's favorite meal today. How does love want to express through me? Oh, it's actually to take care of myself. It's actually to just take care of my body in this moment and to give myself an opportunity to let energy move and let any stagnation in my body move so that more love and more light can flow through me. So the feminine is radiance. The feminine is love moving through, love being expressed through. Can you feel this? So, right? <laughs> Hold on, I want to feel if I, um, uh, I just want to take a moment. I actually want to take a moment and just give us all a chance to let that sink in and to let ourselves feel what would that mean in your life? 
think about the area of life that is most purposeful for you. That's a tough, that's a tough way of saying that, but just think of an area of life that you kind of want to focus on in this moment. Maybe it's relationship, maybe it's family, maybe it's career, maybe you're a facilitator of some sort, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a lawyer, like maybe it's you just being with your community. It doesn't matter. Like for me, I'll use the example of when I'm facilitating. I'll just use that because then I'll pour it over here for a second when I'm facilitating. And so you just feel for you if both of those capacities, both of those capacities were awakened in you. I'm not saying that you have to be in your feminine a lot at all. I'm not saying you have to be in your masculine a lot. This is where we hit these upper limits, silly limitations on these gosh darn words that just mess us up. Masculine and feminine becomes man and woman. And if I'm a man, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be all feminine. Okay, well, do you want the capacity to let love pour through you to serve the moment? I don't know, I would. If I was a dude, I sure as hell would. I surely would. As a woman, do you want the capacity to be able to penetrate your consciousness into that which you choose to penetrate your consciousness into? I don't know, I sure would. I don't care what body I'm in. I definitely want that capacity. And then the capacity to be able to do both simultaneously, whether that be for yourself, for yourself so you can maybe express the fullness of your masculine, which PS only comes when the feminine is in town, or to express the fullness of your feminine, which PS only happens when your masculine is in town or someone else's masculine is in town, right? There are mysteries held within the sacred masculine and the sacred feminine that you cannot access when the other energy is not present. I will hold to that until the day I die because I have seen that over and over and over and over and over and over again. I fucking love women's groups. Love it. Love it. Right? I love men's groups. Love it. I think we should be in those spaces where the masculine is emulating good, solid, sacred masculine with each other and the feminine is emulating good, solid, sacred feminine with each other. But that's not the fucking real world. I think it's great training ground. It's good. It's beautiful. Then what the heck happens when you're in your masculine, you're like, ooh, and I'm in the old boys club. Not the old boys club. We made fun of that in the last video. Not gonna use that. When I'm in my men's group, right, which I have a lot of reverence for, when I'm in my men's group, I am solid, right? I am, I am Shiva-like, I am on purpose, I am solid. And then what happens when she shows up in her radiance, and her radiance, and her fullness, and she's a lot of life, and you're just like, yeah, oh my God, I don't know, I gotta go. <laughs> We've only done like half of the work. We've done like half of the evolution, half of the awakening, half of the reclamation of all the potency and the potential and the power and the magic and the grace and the joy and the beauty that's there. Half, half. You legit need the feminine in the room to get the other half. You do, you just do. I know this from experience, right? Most of my training was in mixed groups, thank God, right? Because I didn't, I didn't get the, the luxury, the, I'm gonna call it a luxury, of being just with a feminine. I have no, nothing wrong with those spaces. I fucking hold them, I love them. A lot of reverence for them, a lot of reverence for them. But there were things that there is no way that I would have stepped into, no way. I would have had there not been strong, solid, masculine essence in that space, in that room. Wouldn't have. Just wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Getting some of that Kali retrograde juice. <laughs> uh. um. <laughs> Love and Sabrina gets into her growly mode. <laughs> Thanks, Sophia. <laughs> Um, okay, so back to that question. Um, by the way, I'm so grateful that we're here together. Really and truly, um, lives are just a whole different ballgame to me. Um, and they bring out a whole different energy when we gather like this. And so I just want you all to know, like, this is impossible without you. 
Um, so here's the question, back to that question before I got all fiery, collie, growly. Um, and that question is, you know, how would this affect your life? Like, if you were able to permeate consciousness in that way, right? If you, if you were able to do that, imagine what you could hold. Imagine how much you could hold. Imagine how much more you would be aware of, you would be conscious to, if you were, if you develop that capacity, if you were to develop that capacity in self. It also brings an enormous amount of peace. Can you feel the stillness starting to happen and the, the quieter tone in my voice when I start to embody that masculine essence? It's such peace. It's such stillness. So it's not, again, we're just barely dipping a toe in these masculine mysteries, in these, these gifts that are there. Barely, barely. But for so many of us, we have a hard time quieting the mind. We have a hard time sleeping at night. We have high anxiety. We have all kinds of things. And if this masculine capacity, right, were developed in us, can you just, just feel into the stillness and the peace in, in my being? And when you really develop the masculine capacity with the feminine, which is, let's not make this woman, let's make it what it really is, is every form of life possible, every emotion possible, every form of life possible. You develop this masculine capacity. Whatever is happening in the world, you're just like, that's an expression of life that I can love. Can you feel that? That's an expression of let the stock market is crashing. That's an expression of life that I can be in peace with, that I can be conscious to, present to, and I can bring love to. <laughs> you might all be like, what the fuck? It's true though. Every expression of life Every one of them, it's just an expression of life. It's an expression of Shakti. It's an expression of the feminine. That masculine capacity, right? It's to stay present too. I don't, I don't react. And that, that's, that's like toxic wounded. You know, we start to go into all of that, like low level, blah, 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 blah. Can't handle it. But you can handle anything. There is no more overwhelm. There is no more overwhelm. No matter what's going on, there is no more overwhelm. There, the fear is gone. The fear is gone. The fear of future unfoldings, the fear of, I'm, I'm telling you this, the fear of nuclear war, gone. When you get to this state, <sighs> that sounds insane, but it's true. It's true and you can, it's not that you're um, spiritual bypassing. You're totally present to it. You're totally conscious to it, totally. You're, to you're able to, um, hold on a second. Let me feel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it this way because I'm gonna weave the feminine in here. I'm gonna bring another little mystery of this meeting point. You're totally able to stay present, to stay conscious to it, to hold that intention of what is my song to sing in this moment as there's a nuclear warfare happening? What is my song to sing? What is my song to sing? Here's the feminine flip. How does love want to pour through me? How does love want to pour through me? I stay totally present, totally conscious to it. I'm, I'm totally there and I'm holding that intention. Highest good of the infinite, all of everything. How do I move from here? That's feminine. What is my song to sing here? What is my thread to weave? How does love move through me and call me into action? That's where we mess up. That's where we mess up. Because we don't act from love. We act out of fear oftentimes. Oh my God, it's a fucking war. Bah, go to the grocery store and get like a billion cans of tuna. Ah! Right? <laughs> if that's what love if that's holding the highest good of the infinite, all of everything, and you legit are totally present to the moment, not freaking out, not acting from, you know, whatever kind of a place, right? 
totally conscious and totally present to the moment. And you ask, okay, what is my song to sing here? How does love move me? How does love move me? What is my thread to weave into life as a piece of the infinite all of everything? That is high feminine wisdom. That is, that is sacred feminine action. That is, that is allowing yourself to be moved by love. That's the feminine. You, you are moved by Shakti. You are moved by love. You are moved by the highest good of the all of everything, right? And so you just move. And if moving to go get tuna at the grocery store is the way that you're moved, perfect. You're singing your song and you're weaving your thread. When it comes from that place, can you feel the meeting point? Can you feel? Like that is just, again, one tiny little mystery held in this like beautiful, amazing grace bomb that is the masculine meeting the feminine, right? What else is here? What else is here? That's what I want to go into in this challenge. That's what I want to go into in those, those three workshops, that live session that we're going to be together. That, I want to uncover as much as we possibly can because this is the thing that I am totally devoted to right now. I have a hard time, for those of you who listen to the astrology reports, I have a hard time doing astrology right now. I don't know if we're going to do astrology next week. Don't know. Don't know. Because I have a really hard time not being in this container right now. Like everything that I have is devoted to this territory and this unfolding of these mysteries to me. This feels like this is the greatest thing that I can do to serve this planet. It is the thing that is the truest to me. It is the thing that brings me the most fulfillment. It is the thing that lights up my heart, that fuels my sacred masculine, that fuels my sacred feminine. It is the thing that when I say, how does love want to move me right now in this moment? It's this. It's this. Okay, so that question, and just feel, right? And, and <laughs> practice, we'll do so much practice in the challenge, right? I mean, there's three workshops. You got three hours of practice. It's not talking like this, like this talking, yeah, this is a transmission, this is an energetic exchange. It ain't a workshop. It ain't a workshop. I'm just telling you, it's not a workshop. If you're like, how? How do I do this? This sounds great, Sabrina. How I know that this would change my career. It would change my family. It would change my love. It would change my body. It would change my health. It would change whatever. How? <laughs> do the challenge. I'm going to show you in the workshop. We're going to do the workshops together. I can't tell you right now, right? It, because it's, it's, it's an inner journey. It's a, work, it's a workshop. It's an experiential deep diving journey that has to build on itself so we can build more and more and more and go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper together. Um, I would love to share it with you all. All you have to do is say yes. That's it. I know it can be a hard thing to say yes to, a big thing to say yes to. Um, okay, so let me, um, let me feel for a moment. If you're enjoying this, if you're getting something out of this, could you do me a huge favor? Like a huge favor? Hit the like button. <laughs> it helps us. And it's part of that like huge mission that we have of like, how can I share this goodness that I feel here with as many people as are ready to hear it? <laughs> um, so it helps. And if you feel to share this with other people or invite other people to the challenge, um, please do. Uh, it's, it's, <sighs> you'll know if it's right for you. You'll know. Um, okay. Whew. <sighs> Quick little... Um, I want to close this loop that I opened at the start back to when I had been a couple of years into facilitating retreats and became really aware that I was doing that. I was living from that place, which I just explained over the last 20 minutes, living from that place in my work. When I was facilitating either online or creating a podcast or running a retreat in person, I was living from that place. And then what I challenged myself to do was, all right, sunshine, that's cool. How about you do this in every area of your life? How about you do this while you're making love, while you're on a date, while you're at Thanksgiving with your family, while you're trying to find a new home, selling your old home, while this person is dying, while this is happening, while some of the like really intense stuff that can be really, really triggery, right? The more triggering the situation, the better the practice territory it was, 
the more triggery the situation, the better practice territory, right? And so holding that prayer, I mean, there were moments when I really regretted it. I was like, I don't know, this is a good idea. <laughs> this is really hard. Um, but I can say now, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I can say to it. And I'm not saying that I do it perfectly in any way, right? I am a work in progress for sure. Um, life is just really fucking different. Um, let me try to explain it. I don't want to explain it just because like, I want everyone to have this. It's not that I want to talk about me. I just, I want every, like my heart is blowing up in this moment, like exploding with love because I just want the whole fucking world to live from this place. And, and, and I think about it like, we probably wouldn't be in the shitty situations that we're in in the world if we did live from this place or if more of us live from this place or even if just those of us who do the challenge together live a little bit more from this place. Like, fuck, the ripple effect of that and, and what, what that just, just, the change that it affects outside of us, right? So it's from that place of like, <laughs> this gift of living so, I don't have words. I just don't have words for it. Um, our, our group, our membership is called Living Close to the Bone. That's, those are the words that just keep coming into my head. And I know a lot of you are in that. Living close to the bone. Like you, you live f f so close to your truth. You, you live so fully. Like life is so alive. It, there's like this quote, if someone could find this, this would be amazing. Um, like, I don't want to walk into my grave, um, you know, all like pretty and like sweet. I want to slide in sideways, bleeding with scars and scrapes and all. <laughs> but if someone could find that quote, that would be amazing. Or maybe drop it in the Facebook group um, for us to just kind of laugh at. But that's how this feels to me is like this so alive. And it's so alive in washing the dishes. Right? It's, it's not like I have to go to Peru and take a bunch of drugs. Like that could be totally true. That could be if this is how love wants to flow through me in this moment and if this is my song to sing in this moment, that's totally perfect, right? But it can also just be hugging my dog, right? It could also just be being so totally 100% present with a person I love with a friend and listening to them. And suddenly everything becomes so alive, so alive. And, and there's this, um, so there's an aliveness and there's a sense of fulfillment. We're always seeking purpose. And we, we, we think like purpose is some grandeur thing that we have to uncover. Purpose is like moment to moment to moment to moment to moment to moment. When I live close to the bone, when I live this close to the bone, every moment is my purpose. This right now is my purpose. Finding the right words in the next moment. You watch me pause all of the time throughout this. I'm like, okay, check in really quick because I'm coming back into being close to the bone, right? I'm coming back in to here. And I can't even tell you like what it feels like to me that nothing else exists. It's that flow state thing. But imagine living like you live a good portion of your life in flow state. I'm not saying that you're just going to be smiling and like happy. That's spiritual bypass. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. But I'm totally alive, totally fulfilled when I'm lying on the kitchen floor crying my eyes out because a beloved died. But I'm so alive in it. And I'm so okay with it because I've developed that masculine capacity to hold everything. And I've also developed the capacity in my feminine to express everything through me, all of life force, no matter the expression of it. And it can be grief. It can be joy. It's just energy. It's life moving through me. And I love all of it. I love the full spectrum of it. I don't need it to be good girl. Put a smile on. How are you, Serena? I'm good. Oh my God. Right? Whew. Okay. Um, let's do some questions.
I never know if we have time for questions or not, but I think we should do some weaving. Like, let's do some weaving. Uh, you can get all super crazy in the chat box. Um, you can share anything you're feeling, anything you're thinking, anything that you want to kind of like love bomb into our space. For those of you who have questions, please put three question marks at the start of your question and then write the question out. It helps me. And Lindsay's going to pull questions if you see me look over at the screen. Uh, right here. It's because she's sending questions through on another computer. So uh, three question marks and then ask your question. If you have a question, you might just be like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know that that was a, a big wall of words <laughs> coming at you all. Um, I'll give a second and I'm going to open up my screen over here. Uh, I like this question um, and I'll do it really quick. And this is just one answer. And the way that I do Q and A, so some of you are like, oh my God, Q and A, Sabrina, I wanna die. The way that I do Q and A is the same way that I've been talking about, right? Is um, reading the moment, penetrating our space, not only our space currently right now on the live, but you also have this capacity. This is the masculine consciousness capacity. You can penetrate into the future, right? So when I create these challenge workshops, I do it along with you. I do it like a day ahead of time. I do. But because I want to release them, I don't want to do them live. It gets a little bit too funky with like Wi-Fi's and it's just a nightmare. So I record them the day before. But what I do is I feel into our space, the space that's gathered, that there's typically, I don't know, between 10 and 15,000 people who do a challenge. So I feel into that space and then I deliver to that moment. It's not that moment. It's the moment that will come. So I feel into the space gathering and I deliver to the moment that will come. You all go through the workshop. I then create the next one, right? Or I go into the future. I know this sounds like crazy. Now I'm going a little bit way wacko out there. Um, and I have no idea why I was doing that. Oh yeah, because I'm talking about the way that I do Q and A's. The way that I do Q and A's is it's penetrating my consciousness into our space, y'all on the live, as well as those who will watch the replay. So it's two things going on simultaneously. So my consciousness holds that. And then the thread holds this space of what serves this moment, right? What serves this moment? How does love want to move through me? And love, all I have really is like my movements, my energetic pouring out of my body and my words because we're on screen. Like I can't touch you, right? Reach out. <laughs> we don't have that capacity on video yet, right? But um, so, so through those different modalities, like, okay, how does love want to pour through me? How does love feminine want to move through me in this moment that will serve the highest? Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm just gonna do this one really quick. Uh, difference between activation and transmission. Uh, um, for those of you who've been hanging out for a little while, you'll know that I've been on this kick of mystical madness. Uh, it's probably because we're heading toward a mystery school coming up in a couple months, right? So it starts to get really mystical, really high level. And so these answers might come from this place, a very high level where the mind can't necessarily go. Duality no longer exists. It's more both and versus um, either or, right? And so when we start to go to activation and transmission, right? One I want to say is that words never capture the actual truth of what the fuck's going on, right? When we're talking spiritual realms, we're talking the unseen. We're talking things that we cannot comprehend. Teresa Vavala, I say this all the time. The mind can't go there. The mind can't go where the soul goes. And so when we start talking activation, we start talking transmission, the mind can't even go there. You cannot even comprehend them. So I don't care what we read in books, where we go with it, it's not going to be a great, um, a great definition. These things, they're just not. Sometimes people like to tell you that they have a really good definition for you. They don't, they don't. Our brains like it, so it's mind food. That said, let me give us some mind food around it for me, how I would talk about activation versus transmission. Activation, we could talk about it masculine and feminine. Here's an activation. I am holding dark masculine. Dark masculine has this capacity, sacred dark masculine, not toxic, not wounded. This is sacred, high level, high voltage, sacred masculine. Dark masculine though has a capacity to penetrate consciousness into your shadow, into your shadow. Like I see that you um, have unexpressed witch magic. I see that, I feel it, that's my masculine gift. I, I know it. My consciousness is on it. 
you don't even know it's there, right? And so I can bring my consciousness to that and I can keep my consciousness there and I love it. That's masculine. I love it. I love it. Where you're judging it, you're shaming it, you're wanting it to stay buried, you're wanting it to stay in the unconscious. It's in the shadow for a reason because it wasn't loved, it wasn't accepted, it's, it's been dis, uh, what's the word, disembodied? <sighs> That's not the right word, but we all know what I'm talking about, for a reason. Now you have conscious masculine dark God, who's really good at this, penetrating right in there. I love that, I love that. And they activate it. It gets activated in you, right? They activate it via their love and consciousness poking at, I see this beautiful, amazing witch in you. I see her, I see her and I love her. Like, like show her to me, show her to me. That's an activation, that's an activation. An example, right? Again, from a high level, all of this stuff falls flat, but it's an example. Um, uh, and just feel into what that did for you because you might now be going like, oh, there's a spot that I would not want the dark God to see. This, this is power house territory to work in. Dark masculine, sacred dark masculine is so stunning. I feel like we might work with this in the challenge. Huh. I love this territory. It's so good. I have tons, uh, tons of stories around, around this territory, but I won't go there today. We'll stick to um, Q&A. Uh, that's an, an example of an activation. You're activating something in someone. It does not have to come via masculine consciousness. It could come via a transmission. So now this is where it gets all like funky, right? It could come via transmission. So now let's say I'm in my feminine, right? So my masculine activated it by loving it out of you and like asking for it, right? Like I'm asking, I need that, I, I need that. So it's like I'm holding the polarization of it. I'm holding, I'm, I'm holding the thing that loves it, the thing that like needs it, like your witch lights me up, it turns me on, I wanna see life dance in that way, right? That's versus Let's say you're in a women's retreat and all it is is just uh, transmissions. It, and that's the way you're doing activations. So it would be, I go into my like, my like witchiness, right? And I, in my own embodiment expression, transmission of energy, transmission of energy, I fully let out Hecate, queen of the fucking witches, right? And I am just Hecate. And that is a transmission of energy that can be sometimes an activation of the witch in you. It can sometimes activate the polar opposite in you. It can activate all sorts of things in you. So I'm, I'm giving, again, like, just, these are just random examples of random ways of talking about it. And again, it's this place of like, what serves our space the most based on that question? What serves our space the most based on that question? Um, so, Transmission is, uh, I think that's good enough, yeah? I think we're good enough there. Okay, I can also transmit states of consciousness. Uh, not me specifically, we can. So I, I just, I feel like I'm not done with this, um, this particular thing. I can transmit a state of consciousness that invites you to come to that state of consciousness, right? Or someone can transmit a state of consciousness. You can transmit states of consciousness. You can transmit archetypal energies. You can transmit love. You could transmit fear. You could transmit rage. You could transmit, we can transmit any kind of energy, any like it's unlimited amounts and flavors of things that we can transmit. You're transmitting all the time. You're transmitting all the time. We're all always transmitting. You're, you're constantly transmitting. Even if you're like, no one look at me, no one look at me. You're still tra you're transmitting, no one look at me. Like we're constantly transmitting. So transmitting never, never happens. How powerful you are in your transmissions, right? And what your intention is in your transmissions. And now that's a whole different story. Okay, let me go to some more questions here. Uh, um, okay, I like this question. Sharon, this is awesome. Um, is there a difference between responding to life and reacting? And again, please know uh, this is just one way of talking about things and it's the thing that I feel will serve the whole of our space in the highest way. Um, so if I'm, um, life delivers something and I 
respond in an unconscious patterned way. That's reacting. Let me try to, um, let me try to get the right words here because it's so hard to like, I'm now I'm like penetrating into like brains and I'm hearing this crazy beeping over here, which unfortunately my psyche just went and penetrated into over there. Um, but okay. Feel into when they're actually backing down the driveway. That's the problem. <laughs> Feel into when you're totally present and you're able to stay with the moment and you're able to stay in love. It's like a love feeling. It's a love feeling. It's a, um, even if I'm grieving, it's still a love feeling or I'm, I'm grieving or I'm raging. It's still from love. It's still from a love place, right? That's like, oh, I'm responding to life versus something happens and I, uh, triggers, triggers are reacting. I, I flip into my eight year old, but I don't even know I flipped into an eight year old. Right. Or I, I get triggered into something else or we, we kind of know, you know, when you're reacting and you know, when you're responding in some way, I bet we all know we might not want to know, but this is very valuable for us all to know and to learn. So here's the thing that I'll kind of wrap up on this is to learn it. I know, I know 99% of the time when I've gone unconscious to something, when I've reacted to something, when I've um, uh, flipped into just a, just a not totally present, not, not living from here kind of a place, right? Like you can feel here, this is a perfect example because I just demonstrated it all for you perfectly. I, you can feel my consciousness is not with you all in the same way that it was in the last question. This is good. I love when I get like thrown under the bus, right? You can feel, you can feel. And so now I'm here doing this, not in the same way that I was in the last question. It's because I have dogs outside and a random person just pulled into this driveway and I'm not in my own home. And so there is something that I do have to manage out there. It's, and it's my consciousness choosing, where do I need to be? Where do I need to be in this moment that most serves? And so I'm like floundering. And for me, I need to go out there and take care of business. And that's just what it is. But now, like, let's go to this place. Now let's go to, this is life doing life. If I were going to get pissed that this live just got interrupted, I would not be staying in that high state. What happened here was I'm trying to take in more than the sacred space that I initially intended to be in. Life has extended my state of consciousness, right? In a way that I'm like, trying to keep you all engaged, answer a question, right? Meanwhile, right? So everything's getting like wonky and wobbly. And on the internal, I'm going, Okay, now how do I read this moment? Now how do I read this moment? And it's life doing life. I just got interrupted by life. And then I feel and I go, what, what serves? It actually serves to end our life here. Love you all and leave you and invite you to get into the challenge where we'll do so much more Q&A, so many more workshops, so many more of that. And I'm gonna go out there and take care of that. And I'm gonna do all of it with love and just total acceptance of life. It's just life doing life. And all my job is, is to read the moment, be totally present and to go, how does love want to move me? And if love wants to move me outside and end our life, then that's it. <laughs> Fuck, I love this world, right? And what a gift this was. What a gift that that question came in at that moment. My consciousness went that way. We got to talk about this in this way right? Which we never would have had that not been here, had that not been happening, had this dedication to how does love want to move me happen, right? Holy shit, I love you all. Um, all right, no idea if there's going to be an astrology report next week. I kind of think there will be just because, you know, let's talk about the full moon. Um, but know that all of my juice is going into this challenge. Know that you're totally welcome, your friends, your family, anyone that you feel might be 
the least bit interested um, in kind of journeying into this territory, even if you don't know anything about it or they don't know anything about it, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna start from kind of square one, sending people to this conversation. We'll keep this up, we'll make it a podcast as well. Um, this is a good starting point if someone might be interested. I don't know, you can go watch the former Masculine Evolution podcast. That's another way to like dive deeper into this territory. If you're like, oh my gosh, I just, I want more now. When you join the challenge, there's a welcome workshop to get started. Like that's a way to, to do more. Join the Facebook group. That's a way to connect with others. I think this is gonna be like so much community. Community is really hot, top on my priority list. Like just let's just love each other, right? There's enough of this like living solo by ourselves, doing the work by ourselves. Uh, let's do it with like some humor and some connection and some community. So Facebook group, all those links you'll find below. Um, I just love you all so much. And I will see you when I see you, where I see you and how I see you. Thank you so much for today. Mwah!